baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year. Unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and it is now the 18th day of December 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this on a very windy night in Pasadena, California, not too far from the historic Rose Bowl. It is a windy, windy night here in Los Angeles County. We have wind chimes in our backyard here, and they are going bananas. Uh, Your pal Sully uh, drove into Pasadena tonight, drove past all of the, the, the grandstands for the Rose Parade that is going to take place. Now, now I have a question, because I, I, mean, I don't know the answer to this. I, I, because the, the Rose Bowl game is always played on July 1st, but this year it's being played on July 2nd, because New Year's Day is on a Sunday, and they have all the NFL games are going on. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of strange, isn't it? I mean, it's a, it's a tradition that the Rose the Rose Bowl game and the Rose Parade is on New Year's Day. Well, I mean, are they going to postpone it? I don't know the answer to that. And by the way, me not knowing the answer to something is going to be kind of sort of a theme for tonight's show. Um, that's why I'm saying it tonight because I'm recording this at nighttime. Uh, I'm, I'll tell you something I'm doing. Other than hiding inside from the, from the wind that's just sort of blowing around the trees and everything, in the backyard here in Pasadena. I'll tell you what I'm also doing. I'm doing laundry. Laundry never ends. It's like the the hats of Bartholomew Cubbins. They just keep going and going. And and every time you think, all right, I'm done with the laundry, the laundry is done. Do what happens? There's more laundry. So I'm down here where the laundry room is, and I'm keeping the laundry going, this never-ending process where there, there's a sense of oh, accomplishment, you feel, that when you get a certain amount of laundry done, but then you realize it's never done. There will always be laundry. As much laundry as you ever do in your life, it just leads to more laundry. And with that sort of strange two sentiments that I started off today's podcast with. The fact that there are things that I don't know, I'm just going to have to keep finding out, and laundry keep going, knowing that it's a never-ending process. It's going to lead me to today's Sunday request. Now, this is an unusual Sunday request because it comes from a, it comes from a direct result of one of the podcasts that I did and a picture that I posted regarding the podcast. So let's just, uh, I'm going to go over to the Twitterverse, and the the tweet that I'm responding to for the Sunday request is from uh, Rich Luby, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, uh, his Twitter handle is Bob's Old's Oldest Towel, uh, Bob's Oldest Towel, I'm, I'm you know, I'm screwing up here, and, and I'm probably not going to look 
too too good in Rich's eyes. So if you go to SullyBaseball.com or you go to MLBReports.com or hell, if you go to Twitter, you'll see a link to his Twitter handle that I'm probably violently mispronouncing at this point. And I guess this needs a little bit of setup. Um, when I posted the podcast this past week that I recorded in New York City, uh, one of the stops that I made was to City Field. I did a pair of podcasts from City Field. And when I was wandering around the parking lot of City Field trying to find the remnants, or trying to find the markers of Shea Stadium, I saw where the pitcher's mound was. And it said, Pitcher's Plate. And that struck me as bizarre. Why were they calling it the pitcher's plate? It's home plate, but it's the pitcher's mound, the pitcher's rubber. But the pitcher's plate? And I made fun of that. And I posted a picture of it. I made fun of that. The pitcher's plate, what the hell is going on here? Well, Rich Luby responded. That's what it's called. And he put called in, in all caps. Ask any blue, all caps, meaning an umpire, or read an umpire manual. Wow. Now, that was a kind of an interesting response. Because, you know, the wow at the end was incredulity. And there were many other tweets that he sent to me along the way. Where he, some of them were, were I will admit, a little strange. Where he accused me of being like a, a, a stat head. Like doing UZR and war. And anyone who listens to this podcast knows that's not my realm. Or I, you know, pay too much attention to fantasy baseball instead of the rules. And again, I'm not a fantasy baseball guy, and uh, you know, call me crazy, but I've been watching baseball my whole life, and I have a general idea what the rules are. And I've watched 40 quadrillion baseball games and listened to just as many, whether it's on television or on the radio or on my app, and. I've never once in my life have heard of the pitcher's mound or the pitcher's rubber being called the pitcher's plate. But I got a couple of people also responding to me, and indeed I looked it up in the rule book, and I'll be damned. Well, the official term is the pitcher's plate or pitcher's rubber. I've heard the rubber. And I've heard it referred to a thousand times. His foot's on the rubber. He's on the mound. You know, I, but I've never, I, 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 I've never, at least I have no recollection of anyone ever. An umpire at a Little League game, uh, an announcer, anything. Referring to it as a pitcher's plate. Hell, I helped set up the pitcher's mound at my son's Little League game with the ground screw and the umpire. And he said, you know, put the pitcher's rubber on top of the pitcher's mound. No one referred to it as a plate. Now, I'm not saying that Rob's wrong. I'm just saying I didn't know that. That's something that I didn't know. Now, I am not going to surrender the notion that I'm a good baseball fan to anyone or a knowledgeable baseball fan. I am a knowledgeable baseball fan. I know the game of baseball pretty damn well. But guess what? Here's one thing that, man, slipped through the cracks with me. I never, I did, 
And I, I, I swear I've never heard someone refer to it as a pitcher's plate. But learning that... Now, of course, I, I kind of took some of the little jabs at me with a little bit of a grain of salt. I, I mean, I, I don't think I need to defend my baseball fandom to anybody because I don't know, I've never heard the pitcher's plate referred to that way. Um, I think by definition, that's an obscure way to call it, seeing that I you know, have never heard an announcer or an umpire refer to it as that. But I said saying it's incorrect. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm wrong. I was wrong to say on the podcast to make fun of the person who engraved the pitcher's plate on the brick at Shea Stadium. That was the first time I heard referred to as a pitcher's plate. The second time was uh, in the tweet that was sent to me with the word wow and incredulity. Um, but I stand corrected. I electronically tipped my hat to him and said, man, you, I, I was wrong. And I took down the picture that I posted on Twitter where I kind of was poking fun at them because I was incorrect to poke fun at them. I was misinformed. I was wrong. But it goes to something that it illustrates to me an aspect of what I'm doing here. Why I do this podcast. Why I do it over the winter time. Which is the question I get the most when people ask me about this podcast. Is you do it 365 even in the winter? Even in the winter? Yeah, because it makes sense to do it in the spring. Baseball starts in the spring. It makes sense to do baseball to do a baseball podcast in the summer. Because it's the boys of summer. It's a summertime game. Baseball is a summer sport. It makes sense to do it in the fall because, let's face it, even though it starts in the spring and has most of its life in the summer, I'm going to say, and I'm sure someone will try to correct me on this, but this I know. The times that you associate with a year are almost, with like the most, most minuscule exceptions, are the, the moments that define a year take place in the fall. If I say a year, throw a year out. 1975, 1986, 1988, 2016, 2001. If I'm going to mention those years and say, baseball, what's your, what's, what do you associate with those years? You're going to associate with the World Series. You're going to associate the playoffs. In each one of those years, you're going to, it's almost all of them, you're going to say the World Series. What people will remember the most about the 2016 season, which is a wonderful season filled with heroics with all, all different teams left and right. What people will remember when we say 2016, they'll remember the final game between Cleveland and Chicago, which was in the fall. So you, it makes sense to do baseball, talk baseball in all those months, in all those seasons. But winter is strange time to do baseball because there's no baseball being played, at least on the major league level. Oh my God, someone's going to write and say, why are you didn't bring up the Caribbean series? Okay, you're right. There is still baseball being played elsewhere. But it's not in the mainstream of our consciousness. 
not during the wintertime unless you're a lunatic like me. Now, one of the reasons why I like doing it in the wintertime is it gives me a chance to, I think, be more creative with my podcast, but more importantly, it allows me to learn. One thing that I take great pride in this podcast is I'm not a know-it-all because I don't know it all. Now, I actually feel a little guilty about the post that I did and what I said at City Field because the snarkiness came from a point that I usually dislike seeing in other people. Seeing that I did it myself, I'm going to say guilty as charged. I did it, and uh, I'm at least uh, admitting that I handled something incorrectly. When someone is ignorant of something and is boasts about their ignorance or, or makes fun of something that is correct, and the reason I'm making fun of it is because I'm ignorant, that's something I don't like to see in other, in other parts of life. And in this case, it's something innocuous. It's a baseball term. But I've seen people do it in terms of politics, religion, people's rights. I don't want to be that person. And I was briefly. I am constantly learning things about baseball. I am constantly finding out things that I never knew. Now, my the thing that I get truly fascinated by is the history of baseball and the storylines of baseball. I'm not so much of a stats guy. I'm, stats interest me, but I don't memorize them. I have to look them up. A couple of big stats I do, but most of the time I have to look up the stats to get the exact number. I'm not a fantasy guy. I'm a narrative guy. And I like to learn things. And by doing the podcast all year long, I find out things about the history. I find out people who I would never have heard of before. I'm starting a new blog series for 2017, which I've already begun writing, where I'm finding out information about players who are just obscure pictures in on baseball cards in my in my shoebox, in my closet. And I'm learning things about some of these players. I'm learning things about some of the history. I'm always finding out things about you know, origins of team names, variations of uniforms, and also things like places teams tried to move to, things in the stadium they tried to change, stadiums that are almost torn down, stadiums that were torn down that could have been saved. People who almost bought a team, trades that almost happened. The alternate universe uh, topics that I'd love to hear about, I'm always learning about baseball. And sometimes it means that something that is super obvious to someone is not obvious to me. So by making that mistake and by having... Rob, correct me, with a certain amount of incredulity, I'm now a smarter baseball fan. And I called him Rob. I meant to say Rich. I'm sorry, Rich. I didn't mean to do that. You know, thank you for correcting me. I know it a little bit better now. I think I called you Rob three or four times. Rich, I apologize. Look, I'm apologizing for not knowing it was called a plate. 
And I'm apologizing for calling you damn Rob. Who the hell is Rob? Oh, it's because I, it's the, the, the towel thing. I was thinking Bob, the oldest towel. Jeez, I'm screwing your name up as many ways as I possibly can. But know that that's part of the joy of doing this and part of the joy of, of following something where there's such you know, a rich background, rich history. You know, it's kind of like, I, I remember having someone, talking to someone about something scientific. I forget what the hell it was. Um, it may have been about vaccines or something. Well, something with that, I'll go on the record and say, I'm, I'm pro-vaccine. They work. Um, but whatever, whoever it is I was having a conversation with, they said something to the degree that was, well, you know, science always changes, so the science doesn't always know everything. And I said, well, science changes because we get new information. We find out new things. It's not stuck in one, you know, this fact is eternal because if, if we find out more information, then those scientific, you know, scientific thoughts, scientific laws can change with new evidence. And I said, science is reliable because it changes. Science is reliable because it adapts to new evidence. And my knowledge of baseball, Rich's knowledge of baseball, all of your knowledge of baseball, grows because you realize, like the laundry here, the learning never ends. There's lo- the, the tonnage of what I don't know about baseball is astonishing. And yet I know a lot about the topic. But the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. I'm sure there are many, many things in the rule book. I mean, I understand the rules of baseball. You know, I watch a game, I can follow it. I know and when there's things that, that are happening in terms of an umpire's discussion or a controversy, I have a general idea of where the call is going to go because I understand the rules of baseball. But I am positive there's minutia in that rule book that I don't know. I am positive there are statistical things that I don't quite understand. I can, I can put all, my, all the money I have and put it in the middle of the table and say there are things about the history of the game, the great players, great moments that I don't know because there's no way to possibly know everything. There's no way to possibly have all the knowledge. There isn't. And one of the great fun things I have is finding out, hey, there's something I didn't know. That's something I didn't know before this. I'm learning a lot about the former Negro Leaguer star, Luke Easter, who went on to play briefly with the Cleveland Indians. I've learned a, more than I thought I was going to learn about Donnie Moore on the thing that I wrote about Donnie Moore for the upcoming piece, you know, the, the blogs thing I'm doing. And I'm learning that that thing can sometimes be called a plate. Now, I don't want anyone to be offended by what I'm about to say. I'm probably not going to call it a plate. I'm probably going to continue to call the mound the mound and the, the thing that the pitcher puts 
their foot on when they're pitching, I'm going to continue calling that the rubber. If that offends anyone, I, I really don't know what to tell you. But what I will tell you is, Rich, thank you for pointing out that I was wrong. I hope that you know that I, I, I'm, I'm grateful to that and that you've made me a little bit of a better baseball fan. And hopefully, you'll start following the podcast. But if you don't, that's fine. That's fine, too. And I'm sorry I called you Rob earlier in the podcast. But one thing I do know is two things. That the Sunday request for today is over, and I hear the dryer is stopping in the other room. Which means that while I'll never get to the end of this laundry, I will get this little piece done. Just like this little piece of knowledge has been entered into my brain. So go to sullybaseball.com. Like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. You can be old school and send me an email at info at sullybaseball.com. Doing laundry and coming to grips with the fact that I can't know everything. But man, I'm going to do everything in my power to never stop learning and never to stop doing my laundry. This has been the Solid Baseball Daily Podcast for the, whatever the heck day it is, I can't remember. Uh, It's Sunday, that's all I know. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. It's still windy out there, and you can call me Sully.